Hello, and welcome to Let's Sip and Talk with Prima. Today, um, we have on um, Radio 3000. He's actually an international um, singer, rapper, and he's just going to share his journey and everything with us. Um, but first, I want to thank everyone for joining in whenever you guys get on. Hope everybody had a great day today. Did anybody cook anything today? I didn't cook. I got my kids mcdonald's so i didn't cook today anybody cook today what y'all cook i guess nobody cooked today huh we're just gonna wait for him to come on how do y'all feel about the school situation and can y'all hear me give me a oh you cook tacos d okay I had to try those tacos, the way you was bragging about them. Because I heard I could make some mean tacos too, I'm just saying. Let's see here. Um, Radio 3000, I see you own, but it is not giving me the ad button. Normally you have to leave the whole live and then come back in. So just like exit out of here totally and come back. I don't know why it does that. So I see he was getting ready to join, but you know how this technology works. He'll have to leave and come back in. What do you mean, yes, you do? Meaning I make a mean taco? Is that what you're saying? I know I do. <laughs> Anybody else cooked today? No one else cooked? I'm just waiting for him to go back, um, go out, and then come back in. So just be a few moments. Anybody sipping on any um, non-alcoholic beverages? Oh, you're saying you do. Or anybody sipping on wine or anything today on Let's Sip and Talk with Freema? Hope everyone's having an awesome day. Jessica, hi. Haven't seen or heard from you in forever. How are you doing? Hope all is well with everyone. And we're just patiently waiting and waiting. Hopefully it'll let him come. That's good, Jessica. That's great. That's great. All right. So he came back on. Let's see. Ah, still not giving me the ad option. Why? I'm about to request you and see. So I sent you an invite. I sent you an invite just now. Oh, and you sent me one too. Let's approve it. Hey, what's going on? Hi, I'm glad we got you. I was a little nervous there. <laughs> yeah, it was having a little technical difficulties, but we're here now. Okay. Um, now, can, let me just ask the um, viewers, can y'all hear me or am I echoing? Because I'm, I sound like I'm echoing. Somebody let me know if y'all can hear me before we begin. I'll take one out. 
Can you still hear me on radio? Yeah, you clear. Okay, maybe. Oh, somebody says echo. Do you have, you don't have on earphones, do you? No. So let me take mine. All right. So I'm thinking, I don't know what to do. I thought the thing was Do you have an account headphones by chance? I don't. Not anywhere near. Um, I mean, could I, I mean, I have my computer on, on me uh, in front of me right now. Maybe I should try to connect on my computer and not my phone. You think that might make a difference? I don't know. You're on the computer or the phone? I'm on the phone right now. The computer, computer's right in front of me. If I want, if we want to switch, hang up, switch. I don't know. Do you want to try? Am I going to be able to bring you on? So what it is, um, they can hear you well. It's just me. So maybe if you just start, you know, if you're trying to I hate this behavior. Um, unless you want to try what you said first. Yeah, let's want to give it a try real fast. And yeah, let's give it a try real fast. All right. Okay. How do I sound now? I sound regular, but sometimes after a live, it still echoes. How do I sound now, y'all? I'm so country. So y'all can hear me regular now. So it's just when I add. Oh, this sucks. I'm low. You know why I'm low? Because I love my tripod at home. <clears throat> can y'all hear me better? So, um... We're going to try, he's going to try to go on his laptop and come back in and see if that's what it was. So we'll see. I really appreciate you guys, you know, um, staying with me and supporting me. It means a lot. Every little thing counts. Just giving me feedback saying, you know, you're good. We can hear you. That means a lot. Okay, let me see if I can send an invite again. Did you go out and go back in? No, Stacy, I don't think it was my earphones. Because remember, I used these before and they were good. I just left them that last time. Let me see um, if it'll let me invite you again. It might say I already did. It's saying I already invited you. Did you leave the whole live and come on back in? Like X out completely like you're and then um, start over again. I hate this, y'all. You know, soon and very soon, I'll be flying out. Me, well, no, not with Corona. Dang. And it won't let you send a, um another request either, huh? So y'all, I'm on my phone like normal, and he was on his phone. And I thought with the head, the headphones, it would work better, but it wasn't. So, um. I don't know. 
And it's not letting me invite you again because I already invited you, which is weird. Stacy, are you able to let me add you to see? Like if it's my situation, it won't let me add him. And he can't request for some reason. Who's willing to let me add them right quick? Let me see. I see him back again. All right. We're going to try this again, people. Hello? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Are you starting to echo? Damn. I don't know why. But, um, so we'll just, is it real bad for the viewers? No, this, this is terrible. Okay, so I'll try to talk fast and as minimal as possible. <laughs> Oh, he said, yes, I am. This is no good. I don't know what to do. Um, because I know it sounds horrible to them if I've been through this already. So I don't know what else. I don't know what situation. Any suggestions from the viewers? on the uh computer but for some reason i can't get a a join a join in um option okay so what they suggested is i'll like you know go ahead and ask a question alan saying start another live i don't know if that's the situation What I'll do is go ahead and you know, talk to you. They probably can't hear me, but they can hear you very well. So just talk as much as you like. <laughs> okay. So um, I'll just go ahead and start. I do apologize for this, you guys. But how did you start, you know, being a rapper and a singer? Like, how did you start your journey? Um, I started making music when I was a child, a, a kid. You know, my parents always surrounded me with um instruments um play music around the house of course um so i kind of just picked it up at, at a young age from you know from just listening and, and observing the things around me uh writer so that's since a kid i've always been good like poetry and different stuff like that so i would write a lot of poetry uh, i like i like rhymes and writing stories and different stuff like that and eventually that turned into me actually um putting songs together and, and formulating <clears throat> formulating music and records and stuff like that. Um, I would say high school is when I really started taking music uh, serious. Me and my friends, uh, EJ and Ken, we form, we formulated a group in high school uh, called The Abyss. And so we would meet up every single weekend and, you know, just you know write, write records. Uh, we would save up our lunch money, you know, to buy a little recorder or whatever. <laughs> And then we would, you know, meet up every weekend and just write and record, record records. So that's kind of um, 
like I said, from, I started from observing music, having music around me all the time, parents playing music in the house, and finally getting to a point where I was I was doing it on my own. Yep. Okay, so the music you do now, you write everything? Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm a, um, I produce, write, um, yeah, yeah, pretty much everything, yep. So where are you located from Radio 3000? Uh, currently, I'm in uh, Thailand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, is Thailand the same music we would listen to here in the states? I mean, especially me being from the states, I gotta stay current. You know what I mean? Like, but you'll be um, surprised on the, um, especially with the internet. You know what I mean? Like when you, if a record came out um, in in America, it's coming out here at the same on the same day. So everybody is. It's not like back in the day when you know. This this side of town was doing something. The other side side didn't know what was going on. Like now, everybody gets the gets it at the same time. And hip hop is is uh, has spread around the world crazy more than a lot of people in the states even realize. Um, so like everything, they're they're on it extra. You know, it's, it's music that that these kids out here be playing. I'm like, what's they be putting me up on games sometimes? You know what I mean? Like, that? They're like, oh yeah, this is the new uh, pop smoke and stuff, whatever. Whoever's popping at the time. So they're real, you know, they're real big on on being online and paying attention to what's happening, especially in in, in our culture, hip hop culture. Yeah. You know? So how did you end up in Thailand? Um, uh, that's a long story uh <clears throat> long story short. uh just asia you know it, it i got to asia i, I would say is um i was, it was a long time ago in 2007 i performed on bet spring bling and um that was a really good look for me you know uh an agent well my friends that i had met in los angeles from texas they had seen they seen me on the show and they get they were given they were called uh, joe and well they go by the name of mona lisa and they uh they see me on the show, so they contact they contacted me through the old school MySpace portal, <laughs> and they were like, uh, "Yo, we got an opportunity in Singapore to to come out and perf to perform six nights a week at this place." And I was like, "What a single! I never even heard of Singapore, really." So, uh, I did my research on it, and um, I sent in my audition tape, and I got the gig, and I, I went overseas to Singapore for the first time, leaving America in my life, and. It just changed the trajectory of, of my future, you know what I mean, um, and, and my perspective of uh, life outside of America. Yeah. So, was, so yeah, so for just hustling in Singapore, and, uh, you know, meeting different people and networking, I, I eventually made my way, um, you know, climb my way up the ladder as far as in the music game out there, and then people here in Thailand start recognizing me, and all of Southeast Asia start recognizing what I was doing. And I eventually uh, got an offer to come here in, in Thailand and work with some of the some of the top um, artists here in the city. Oh, that's amazing. Just to get that experience, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? Um, I'm forever young, you know what I mean? Forever young. <laughs> I just turned, uh, you know, I, I'll go ahead and say it on here, you feel me? I just turned, man, well, how old am I now? 37. You know, unbelievable. Yeah. I swear yeah. I would have thought that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. well, you're aging very well. No, you know what they say, black don't crack. Black don't crack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome, though. So, did you ever see yourself as a kid, as a living abroad? Just going and doing it? Uh, it's funny. I, I, I say more like, you know, my as a little kid, I, I, I remember 
Sesame Street uh, movie when I was a kid. It was like it was called Big Bird. I think it was Big Bird Runs Away or something like that. But I remember in this in this in this I remember he went to like China, and I remember I remember go, I remember watching this 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 movie with Big Bird going to China, and as a kid, like man, I want to one day go overseas. Like that looks cool. I want to go there to that place. Um, so you know, that's probably the earliest memory I had of like wanting to go overseas. Um, but you know, uh, then later on in, in like my early earlier twenties, I, I start calling myself the world famous radio before I even had went overseas. So it kind of like spoke into existence. And, and like I said, since a, a kid, I, I think I kind of manifested that 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 thought way back then. And, and, and you know, ironically, I wind up in Southeast Asia. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. I, I I was I was um play the cards that I'm dealt. You know what I mean? Like I I I I, I wanted something different. I already had lived. I lived in Los Angeles. I did the whole Hollywood thing. You know, I worked with different labels and stuff like that. And I just thought that it was a great opportunity that the people around me, did, you know, weren't doing. Um, just it was something that would set me apart from the from the crowd. When you live in L.A., you know, places like that, big city markets that are where a lot of artists and musicians are moving to, you know, you start seeing that you're, you're, you're uh, it's oversaturated with talent. Everybody's great. Everybody's good. So um, once I seen it, I, I kind of got a, that opportunity came and I seen a door and a path that was just like untouched. So I went, I, I'd say, hey, let me go see what it is. And I'm glad I did. Yep. Right, right. Yep. So you wouldn't change anything, even if you could reverse it. You would still take that opportunity that was given to you. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. It, um, I wouldn't change it for nothing. It's just, it just changed my, it changed my, uh, changed my whole path of my life. You know what I mean? Like from right. in so many different countries, uh, from Singapore, Indonesia, Abu Dhabi, London. You know, it just opened up my 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 mind and my um, my travels and my. And my my perspective in a, in a way that if I would have stayed in America and never got outside of the, of the states, I would have I would have never even knew any of any, any of that, you know. Yeah, but I mean, you know, um, it wasn't necessarily. You know, a lot of people always ask uh, the question like, "Oh, why? Well, you couldn't do it here in the states or whatever." It, it was it wasn't that for me. I mean, I was I was doing things in the states. I had artists signed, and I was writing records for people like that. I just thought that it, to me, I just thought it was so dope to just go overseas and just like and when I come back, it was like, yo, I, you know, just just to have a one up. <laughs> but, you know, once I, you know, it got deeper than just having a one up, it was like, yo, like it's so much opportunity around the world. And then you start looking around and realizing that you're the only one. And now it's not so oversaturated. And there's a there's a place that there's a position that I could hold. So. Yeah. Um, what gives you the drive when you write in music? Like, uh, do you write about life experiences, other people experiences, or is it just something that comes as you're writing? Um, yeah, something that just kind of comes as I'm writing. Um, I could, I could have a conversation with you, and I can just catch a vibe off of something that we talked about, and then make up a whole situation. Of, you know, stories that I, 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 a lot of my music is is, is stories. So some of them are personal, some of them aren't personal. But I always try to, you know, if, if I'm writing about somebody, I always try to put myself in their shoes. Um, for instance, I have a record called Street Performer, 
where I was in San Francisco and I seen a guy, like an old guy on the street, street performing. And like nobody was paying attention, but like I can hear him, you know what I mean? I'm listening and I'm listening to the words that he was saying. I'm like, yo, this dude is super dope. So, you know, I, I put later on, I, I just was inspired by that guy. So I wrote a song called Street Performer imagining it i was him you know being that street performer seeing these songs and having this dream and all these people passing by me not paying attention but i know that i'm gonna make you one day so i you know it's just different 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 things motivate me um whether it's care you know whether it's me writing about somebody me trying to visualize things how they see it or my own personal situations where i'm giving like my my own experiences and, and, and my feelings yeah Okay. So, actually, I know you say you, you see yourself doing this as a child, but like, how, how many years have you been into this industry? Um, um, and it was different levels of it, too. So, I, I, like I said, I, I started taking music seriously in high school. So, you know, if you could say that's the beginning of, of, the, of me being in the business or whatever, um, you know, from us writing records and, and, and selling music at school, selling tapes, CDs, uh, putting on our own concerts, then that evolved into, you know, getting on the radio to, to you know, trap, you know, going down to L.A., going to music school. So I, I probably... You know, we started almost 50, 20 years ago um, in creating, you know, doing music at a, as for, for professionally. And then I would say, like, really, like, striving to, like, get a deal or, or make it or whatever, how people say. Probably, like, you know, it's probably been about, mm, you know, probably 10, 12 years. You know? Oh, that's awesome. Do you see yourself kind of, you know, retiring anytime soon, or you you just gonna take it as far as it goes? You gonna ride this wave? I mean, it's like, like you know, I feel like God create people for certain reasons, and I feel like I'm like I'm radio. Like, what would I do? I, I don't know what else to do. You know what I mean? Like, music is me. Like, I, that that's that's what uh, drives me. That's what brings me happiness, brings me joy. Um, so. And if I'm not the guy on stage, then I'm the guy behind mm -hmm. behind the curtain, you know. But still within this within this world, um, within this industry, whether it's me, um, like I said, whether it's me being the artist or me help cultivate new artists and, and stuff like that. So I'm all, I feel like I'll always play a play a part in to, in, in the world of music. Okay. So when, when it's time to perform, and I know some artists have to, I don't know, maybe take a drink, say a prayer, whatever, what, what do you have to do to get yourself there before it's time to go on the stage? Um, yeah, definitely, you know, before I would go out, I always, I, I got to say a prayer. Thank the man upstairs for providing uh, the talent and, and the drive and the energy to do to do what I'm doing. Um yeah, that's that's pretty much that always happens. Uh, and then you know some you know if I'm in a nightclub back you know pre, uh, before COVID, you know if we're in a nightclub, kind of tempted to take a drink or two. So those those those, those performances are a little bit more turned up or whatever. But like if I'm doing TV or like a, a festival or something where I gotta be on, then I'm, I'm I like to stay clear minded and make sure I kill the show. But a lot of club shows is just fun, drunk people in there, so I might take a drink or two just to loosen up. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So do you do you know how some people just have this huge entourage behind them? Are you one that travels and hits the whole stage? Or you kind of just have like kind of main people with you? Yeah, uh pretty much my my, my main guys is, is with me. Um 
Um, the show changes often, so sometimes I might be performing with my band. So, you know, we'll have anywhere from six to seven people with us. Um, and then I might be performing, uh, if, you know, I'm always with my guys in, in some type of way. You know, I got a team in, in, in Malaysia. I got a team in Thailand. So it just depends on where I'm at. Um, will, will determine the size of the entourage. Yeah. Here in Thailand, we pretty much be riding pretty, pretty, pretty deep. You know what I mean? Um, wherever we go, we have a, a really large uh, crew out here. The Bangkok and Bangkok and visit DJ crew. And it's, it's crazy. That seems like a lot of fun. Could it ever be stressful though? Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, it's it's always stressful because we we're we're so hands on with the creative process uh, of of everything. Where this, you know, a lot of artists they'll do tours and they'll just get booked, but like we're actually like organizing the tour first. You know, what I mean, we're putting the tour together. We're putting the, putting the location that we want to go to. We're putting the whole thing together, and then we go out to seek. You know. Um, the people to book us and stuff like that um in many in many cases so yeah that's the part that's stressful but i never feel the stress of like when it's showtime like that's when all that's it's the payoff you know what i mean it's the ultimate so it, it all it's all worth it but yeah for sure the, i think the back end of the business is the most stressful part because that that's that's when you're taking away from the natural you you know meeting artists and having to like okay let's 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 be serious now and let's work out the business stuff so that that's that's the most stressful part but the creative process that's that's all always fun and the entertainment side that's always fun so do you um like uh, well, you can have like an independent artist because it sounds like you kind of handle all your business <laughs> yeah I, I would i would say that i'm a, um i'm an independent artist um that so i, I still work with, i work with a lot of major record labels um like i, I said before so there's been times that I've I've done singles under major labels and then I've done singles just independently on my own. So it just depends. I, I try to, but I always keep my freedom. That's the, uh, my freedom as an artist, uh, and make sure that I'm I'm able to uh, I'm not locked down to something for the rest of my life. You know, I've heard so many horror stories growing up. Of this artist didn't get paid for this, or he his kind he had us in a bad deal. So I always was very cautious about that and how I how I pursued my own um my own deals. I always wanted to make sure that I was free and I can I can move around. So yeah, in in, in the sense um, I'm I'm still an independent artist, but I I'm majorly independent. <laughs> Let's say that. Well, that's awesome. Kudos to you. Um, and I just got one last question. I'm not going to keep you too long because I know this is going, you know, and everything. But, you know, like you mentioned in high school, you know, passing out the CDs and all this good stuff. Was there ever a time you felt like, I'm done? Like, I can't do it? Yeah, for sure. Um, it's interesting, too, because I, I, I think at that age, when we were doing that, it was just so, like, we were so hungry for it, like there was no turning back. You know, there was never a time. Even even when we felt our failures, we still was like, oh, we got to keep on going." You know what I mean? So we established that mentality early. Uh, more and more, you get in the game, and 
you know, it, it, like I said, when it when you have to start dealing with the business stuff, that's when you you're you're uh you start feeling tainted or you start feeling tired or you don't want to do you start questioning yourself. I mean, you know, you might have sent you might have worked so hard a year on a project and you then you start ship shopping into a label and then nobody's showing you no love or you know, so you know, you're not getting booked for gigs. It could be there's dry time sometimes, you know what I mean? So um and then you're still trying to race and compete with the major label artists and, and you still Still want you still got this drive, just dream to be this big, big star, and that's that part can be frustrating. But I think over the years, I just learned that like the joys and the journey, and everybody's path is different. Um, uh, like especially, especially me coming overseas and doing it this this type of way. This, I'm going left instead of going right. Like most people try it this way. Like I, I'm, I'm doing it something totally different, so I know it's going to be harder. Um, so there's a lot of times. Stressed or worried or, or discouraged, but then I, I, I always go back to like the younger me selling those CDs, selling those tapes. Like this is what I'm, I'm, I'm this is what I love. So I, I got to keep on pushing. Um, and and I notice the more and more I keep going, the the more uh, badges I get on my on my you know my, my vest or whatever. Like and and uh, I like it. I, I think it's pretty dope from from um, coming over here to Southeast Asia. Help, I, I, we know we brought Def Jam here. I was able to be instrumental with helping assign a lot of uh, a lot of artists um, to major record labels, as well as myself put out stuff you know, with a lot of major record labels, right? For a lot of artists, um, getting artists signed to Chris Brown, you know, writing for Mario. So it was, it's, it's just been a and I and I did it all from being over here, right? I didn't even have to be in Hollywood, so I, I, I established my own Hollywood. And it's been a, it's been a dope journey so far. Yeah. Well, that's amazing, and I can tell it's going to continue to be a dope journey for you. I know I can't talk too much again, but I do want to thank you so much for taking this time out just to come on, share this information with us. Um, before we end it, is there anything else you want to say? Share with us anything at all? Yeah. Uh, um, um, I definitely want to um, just just thank you for for opening up the platform um, and, and giving me the opportunity to speak and and nice meeting you as well for talking to you with you the first time. Um, I I want to leave with just like you know with the, with the situation that's going on in the world right now with the with the COVID nineteen and 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 the um, the 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 rise of the black awareness of things that's happening in the states uh everything I, I you know everything that we've that we've been through in america as black people um i, I you know and, and how we've been oppressed or whatever it's interesting that you know our our our, our spirits and our, our love and our sound and our music has spread so far across the world that a lot of people outside of america don't even see the negativity when it comes to black people they just they love what we do and now they're like concerned like well hold on what's going on you guys are still being treated like this like yo let's stand up so here in thailand and southeast asia there's a lot of people standing up fighting for us so i just want people it within within america to know like you know we 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 not by ourselves, um, and this is definitely a moment for us to rise up and, and 
do things outside of the box. We just got to do it together. So whenever somebody, my boy Allen hit me up and told me about your show, um, I didn't know who you was. You didn't know who I was, but we were able to come together and share share a moment where we, you know, we try to inspire more people out there. So I think it's a good thing we're doing. I salute you. Uh, you got my full support just on the fact that we believe we got the same blood. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. That's, that's what I'm here on. I really appreciate that, and I thank you so much for coming on. And like you said, we need this right now. You know, we definitely need it. Um, sharing knowledge and from each other, all that good stuff, and giving people the motivation that they need to let them know other avenues out there, not just trying to stay I really appreciate you. So much. So much. Likewise. Yep. Okay, so hopefully one day I can fly out and follow you around on the second talk and see what you do. <laughs> Alan know Alan knows the deal. He, it's 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 good. It's good vibes. So whenever whenever these borders open back up, you always got you'll be good out here. We'll roll out the red carpet for you. You'll see. What okay, y'all hear that now, <laughs> viewers? Y'all hear that? Okay. Well, I appreciate it. I'm gonna let you get back to your was it Wednesday over there or Thursday? It's Thursday morning. It's six in the morning out here. Uh, so yeah, I'm, you I'm did this for me. Six in the morning, you up? Hey, I, I just want—I just want to go down in the records that I'm about that life for real. <laughs> I appreciate that so much. I appreciate it. Well, I'll let you go ahead and get some seeds if you gotta lay down and start your day. But again, thank you so much, Radio Three Thousand. I appreciate it. Did you want to give your social media so they can follow you or anything? Yeah, they can. Uh, they can follow me on um, at Radio Three Thousand. Um, that's all my tags. So all the social media platforms. Um, at Radio 3000, all together, one word, and you'll see, you'll see everything that's been going on. All right. That sounds good. And you guys, I thank you guys for tuning in, supporting all that good stuff. And as we always say, peace and love. All right. See y'all later.